You're listening to The Three Peat Podcast with CD, Meech, and Chris. I just like the sound of it. Podcast. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this week's episode of The Three Peat Podcast. I am Demetrius Maris. Joined here today with two of my pals, Christopher Hargrove. Chris, how's it going, buddy? I'm doing all right, Meech. Uh, I've seen better days, but, you know, <laughs> I woke up this morning, so I yeah, can't complain. Yeah, that's one, uh, I mean, I guess that's a positive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. I'm going to look at it from the bright Debatable, side. Debatable, so, right? Yeah. Um, and then, of course, CD, Christopher Davis. How's it going? Uh, it's good, you know. You seem tired, man. You do seem tired. The kid's you, wearing you out? Well, this is like uh, about to start FTE week, which is like you fill all the, you get as many kids as you can. Like, we have 380 kids. We're about to have like 450 kids. 380 in the school? In the school, okay. like at one time. And so like, where are these, where's the surplus of kids coming from? Um, they're just, I mean, they're just coming from other schools, like just uh, orientation from, you know, wherever. Gotcha. Interesting. And okay. they all fill up. So it gets pretty crazy. Okay. All right. Wow. Interesting. So class size is going to grow. Oh, like yeah. I would assume. 100%. Wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get into, uh, I thought, I think we can just start with some NFL recaps from last week. Um, get y'all's opinions on some of the notable scores, I guess, and uh, maybe some of the storylines that you take from that game moving forward. We can start with the Thursday night game where the Jags beat the uh, Titans. The Gardner Minshew coming of age uh, game is that? Bro, a- I'm starting to like the team again. I'm I'm not still. <laughs> um, I'm like the Titans. The Titans. If it was any team other than like, because the Titans have just looked so bad. Yeah. After what they did to Cleveland in Week One, they've just been. They've been the Titans. The Titans. Kind of been what we expected. Yeah. Mariota here's, looks like Mariota. Here's my thing, though. This is why I like that win so much. So the Jaguars' soul and spirit has been kind of uh, burnt since last year. You had all the injuries, offensive line. You had the Fournette stuff. Mm-hmm. It all this stuff last year, right? Come into this new year, you had Foles. Um, they kind of jumped on that bandwagon. Foles gets hurt. You lose the Chiefs, right? The spirit of the team, it seems kind of broke. Go to the Texan game. They get up for that game like they should, right? Could have won that game. You're right. You're a two-point com- 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 completing a two-point conversion away from winning that game. Right. They decided we're going to put it in Fournette, bum hands instead of the guy who was hot, Minshew. Right, but I, I liked that decision. Fournette, fine, a, a I can bum respect yet that again this year. Fine, fine. <laughs> but this is my point, though. You had the rift between Marone and, and Ramsey. Then you had the trade request. You had all that drama into a Thursday night game against a team that wrecks you. Jalen, we have not. Jalen Ramsey from grew up Titans fan has not seen us beat this team in the rain. On exactly. Thursday, on Thursday, exactly. short week where we just yep. we got train wrecked last year. Mm-hmm. And you come in and you win that game. The way they won that game, it was a spirit win. It was like a like, oh snap, we just won. Like it kind of reminds me of the times when back, like maybe on a very extremely smaller scale because the Colts actually were really really good. But when we beat the Colts with Peyton Manning, yeah, yeah, what it did to the team it was like, yo, we can do this. Like the Colts were a perennial like contending type team, and we beat them. This is more of a thing where it's like it's a, a mental, I think a mental hurdle for the the unit. I'll say this. Um, you'll know it's a classic bad Jag season 
if after this like inspiring win that you're talking mm-hmm. about, if they just come out and just, and get, just lay, the egg, lay yeah. the egg against a, a Broncos team that's just been really bad, this right? Year. They have to win this game. The so, defensive line if, won them that game. If like, they the win, pressure that they were getting up, Clay's Campbell was a beast. If oh, they beat the, if they beat the Broncos, all right, let's relax. If on they that. Beat, <laughs> if they beat the Broncos, then we can start. Talking. We might need to start rolling this this train. Ah, you're two and why, two. Oh, I mean, why do you say that? It's not like the Broncos you, or anything special. Because you're, it's not about the Broncos. It's about you. Okay. We, see, Jags, Jags get up for the big games. Right. It, it, Patriots last year. Yeah. They, three, three and one at that point. Right. They blew the doors off of them. It's the games you're not supposed you're not supposed to lose yeah. that they lose. Because if you look at this team, you come out of this game and they're one and three. Mm-hmm. Jalen's uh, to me. Jalen would really, really be gone. You got all the rumblings that's been going on with his back and his illnesses. Flu. Right. But if you win that game. Yeah. It, it just does – it continues to turn because winning – here's everything. They you keep, can support they gotta, winning. They also got to just keep Tom Coughlin away from the young players, oh please. Oh, my God, please. All right. I think he's the issue. No, I mean, you yes, remove him from 1, it, and, and Jalen's like, okay, I got no problem. He is. And, 1, and how tied they are to uh, Doug Marone for whatever reason is also a problem. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on. Uh, Bills, Bengals, 21 uh, – the Bills win 21-17. Surprise of the year, Buffalo Bills. 3-0? No. They've not played they anybody, played anybody yet. Anybody. Yeah. They haven't played anybody. Well, I mean, we'll see this week. Yeah, I, I, I really think the Patriots are gonna just beat the brakes off of them. Really? Yeah, for that Bills this, defense. The Bills defense is really good. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I really like the Bills defense. Patriots defense is the really Bills good too. offense. Josh Allen hasn't had a turnover yet this year. The Patriots secondary is the, probably the best secondary in the NFL. If I'm being honest, he. The thing he's is, got, the thing is, this, this, they're going to get exposed, man, because they're feeling too good about. Like Buffalo can't feel this good about. Them, I don't. So. I don't know. They play them. They always play them freaking really hard. Like when they're when the team is not in jet mode or in dolphin mode. Meaning dolphins got rid of everybody and the Jets didn't even have Darnold and they had a bunch of injuries on their line. Like their team was just like kind of like trying to survive to the bye week. Like that's all they were trying to do. Like at that point, and. You look at this team. This team is relatively healthy. They won't have Devin Singletary, which sucks uh, as far as, like, Arsenal. So, Frank Gore is going to get a lot. And their Patriots are going to probably lock is, that up. My thing is, do you really trust Josh, Josh Allen? Like, because that – Look at what he did last year. I mean, he I, looks, I don't know he looks good. A, Listen, I'm the number one, like um, – I'm, I'm, like, you know, skeptical. obviously. Yeah. But just knowing the track record. I'm just saying if you believe in the Bills, that just inherently means that you believe in Josh Allen to some degree, right? I mean, but also look at who the Patriots have played. They yeah, they've played not played anybody either. yet either. They've stomped and their offensive line stomp. isn't bad. Yeah, they've stomped who they're supposed to stomp. Josh Allen also starting to be one of the best quarterbacks out of that draft. I mean, I it's mean, not it's Lamar, still but. early. But like you said, do you believe in Josh Allen? Well, I mean, we're well, still only honest, a season like, and a half Darnold, into his career. Sam Darnold was bad to begin with. Like, let's let's okay. be hundred percent. Still, okay. Sam Darnold bad. Josh That's Rosen fine. has been bad. Josh Rosen, yeah, bad. Sam Barely is far playing far, anymore. Far better Baker, than Josh Rosen though. I feel like Josh Rosen hasn't had a fair shake still. Baker, like, we'll see. He, Baker, we I don't thought think he will though. He won't ever. That's he the won't. problem. Baker, we thought was an easy. Baker's still better to me than Josh Allen. I I mean I'm not gonna see. I, we don't have to get in the Baker thing because that's gonna take that. That's that's a whole nother. I'm just saying though. No, like, I understand. He's I think I think in my worth. opinion, I think if you, put I really don't Josh, think he's been that impressive this year at all. It's not even that he hasn't been that impressive. He just hasn't been bad. Right, like, right. That's fine. If we want you to be a manager, a game but, manager, yeah, the defense but, is going being, to carry you. But Josh, being, Josh Allen manage the game. Lamar but being just good. No, did. see. 
if you're just good and not bad, that'll win you games against regular teams week to week. Okay. It's not always going to get you a win against the Patriots, against Tom Brady in a division game when both teams are undefeated. And I just think, you know, the Patriots, like Bill Belichick gets them ready for these kinds of games. Yeah. Like, Patriots the Bills are feeling good about themselves. Right. Let's show them that they're still not. Oh, this game will be right. his biggest test. Yeah, I Patriots, mean, this is the biggest game that he's played. Patriots don't lose these games. That's what I'm right. saying. I mean, That's it, what I'm getting. It just at. doesn't have. Like, you don't. You, we're not going to come away from this and come back around Monday and be like, wow, Patriots really lost that game to the Bills. Like, I just. I can't even really No, see they'll that. lose something like the yeah. second time they played the Jets yeah. in the season. That's see a that. game that they, they lose. lose the ones down yes. there. They're not even thinking about where right. they're sitting for guys. Like, you know. All right. Uh, then there was the Cowboys beating the brakes off the Dolphins. I really don't think there's no anything shocker. we can take from they, that. I mean, Dolphins kept it Cowboy, somewhat close to the first six, half. And then they and blew them out in the Jack been looking nice. Rosen goes out, goes out and uh, Fitzpatrick comes back in. Have we heard anything? Is, is Rosen going to be back? No idea. Or he came back in in the second half. For his health, I hope not. I don't keep up with the Dolphins. Um, Packers 27, Broncos 16. The Packers look good. Yeah, I'm scared of that. They're def- this is the best defense Aaron Rodgers has ever had. Yeah, what is with all these teams getting deep, like the elite people getting defenses now? Hey, you know, the Packers finally started signing free agents. That's what happened. And they're doing it really without Devontae Adams making a big splash. I Marquez mean, a top three wide receiver in the league. And, right? Yeah, you just yeah. said that because you picked him off, so. I mean, you know. <laughs> no, but he, he has as many no, yeah, he has as many targets. I, I never get my waiver wire pickups that I put in for because I'm so uh, high in the standings, you know. All right. Um, <laughs> Must be nice. Yeah, right? Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> uh, Colts 27, Falcons 24. Colts look like I would like to rescind my Falcons to the NFC Championship game prediction. Uh, they look like trash. And also my Eagles to the Super Bowl prediction. So yeah. I'm uh, I'm transitioning the, my my NFC button? playoff uh, picks to uh, Cowboys versus Rams. Cowboys Rams. Okay. Yeah. I still yeah. th- well. Who did I have? The Saints. Yeah. You no, still I had, had Eagles. I had Eagles. Who did I say? I still have I said, faith in I the Eagles. I said Chargers and uh, didn't I go crazy? It was like yeah, Chargers and Eagles. Chargers, Chargers, Eagles. I think. Yeah, I think I said something like that. Hey, listen. When Melvin comes back, just watch what happens. I still have faith in the Eagles. I think they got to work a few things. I still think the talent is there. Well, let's talk about the Falcons and Colts first. Okay. You said you, you're you surprised by the Colts this year? I am. I'm a little shocked. I kind of thought that Andrew Luck would have put them in a funk. Um, I mean, but that was still a really good roster. This is the year, of the, black, this is the, year of the black quarterback, so get used to it. <laughs> I mean, we All knew the black Perse- guys are taking off. We knew Brissett had some sort of talent. I mean, he spent years off. in New Dak, England. Jacoby, like, Mahomes, Lamar. Deshaun, Lamar. Jameis. Hey, re- the owner's really going to hate that. Yeah, James. Yo, I'm sorry. Cause, okay, so the next game is Chiefs-Ravens. Did, I actually watched that game. I, I watched did, that, that was, that was actually we had that one. Yeah. yeah, that was the one o'clock My main thing with Lamar is that man was he, – sometimes he sails I just, the ball. I, I, yeah. I don't know why, but, like, I was watching the game, and I – like, it's been a whole, like, year and a half now of, like, the Mahomes experience, mm. right? And, like, just still, I was watching that game. I was like, he just makes it look so goddamn easy. I thought bro. the same it's, thing. It, it's incredible. I've never seen it before. I'm not worried he's when so you good. see the ball leave his hand. Whereas watching bro, Jameis for so long, like, so as soon as it leaves, like, I'm sure he's throwing it in a window where you know his this, receiver you know can know catch the, it. This is the, the weirdest thing about him. You don't even it's know how. effortless, you, um, bro. But, but listen, like, you don't even know how good everybody else really is. And what I mean by that is, yeah. like, He'll do stuff. You're like, is you sit there and you're like, wow, is is the offensive line is good? Like, what is it? Or man, is that running back really that good? Like, how do you, Demarcus Robinson? Like, who is that guy? You know what I'm saying? Yes, but it's yeah. just like, it's like, yeah, they may make a play, and, and you know, Demarcus Robinson, for example, make like some crazy catches, and like you have the Mikael Hardman or whatever. But you're like, 
this dude is like throwing these guys open. And All right, like, listen to his stats. So this is his first three games, box scores. Versus Jacksonville, 25 of 33, 378 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. <laughs> he was averaging 12 yards a, uh, a pass. Just just a pass, not even a completion. Um, week two against the, the Raiders, 30 of 44, 443 yards, four touchdowns. Yeah. Bro, four no interceptions, bro. Four. And then... <laughs> 27 of 37, 374 yards, and three touchdowns this weekend against the, the Ravens. Zero freaking picks. No picks. Ten he's touchdowns in three games. <laughs> he's, already at, he's already over 1,200 yards on the year. I mean, it's funny you say that, though. He makes everybody around him good. Who's the last person we saw that can do that consistently year after year? Rodgers. Well, I was going to say Brady. Brady? I mean, it doesn't matter who you yeah. put in the offense. Like, he's going to make I it. Mean, There's just something so fun about the offense, too. Like, yeah. Andy Reid just... Is drawing up play like because there's some like some plays where Patrick Mahomes doesn't even have to be Patrick Mahomes. You could be you or me, and the guys are just running wide Andy's open. Andy's never had an elite like this. Like no McNabb one's ever had. McNabb, McNabb was great, right. but he wasn't. He, didn't have the he wasn't like this. He's never had like a like a once in a gen like QB mm-hmm. in his hands with the genius that he has as far as diag diag like diagram offenses. So you put those two together, and the marriage is just beautiful. And so that's why I'm like, man, this offense really can do anything. Just put some speedsters around the around them, give them something on the outside, and go. And not to take anything away from the Ravens, they they started off really slow, but the way Mark they closed Ingram the game was off. awesome. Yeah, Mark Ingram has been a probably the best pickup. For I was going to ask you guys, what did you take away from Lamar Jackson here? I mean, did he live he up to the standards? Off shaky, he, he started he, off shaky, but I mean, he went he toe went to toe with the MVP. Well, he went heavy in the he he likes the middle of the field like as a safe, so that's why like three tight ends like really got busy. Um, he's got to work on that deep ball. Like yeah. you said, he just was sailing some passes that he could have easily completed for big gains. Yeah, he sails a lot, and I think that's my main concern with him. It's like with no pressure. Good def- yeah, like he had time defense. in the pocket. And- like, what is he going to do against good Because Chiefs are bad defense, so he was able to make up some things, make some plays. He was but- weirdly getting pressured a lot, though, it felt like. like more than I was going to say Kansas City D-line had some more of it pressure he was, than I It thought. seemed like he was holding the ball a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's fair. And, you know, you got those young receivers out there. You got Marquise I Brown. Still think, and, and I still Boykin. think the Ravens are firmly the third best team in the AFC. His elusiveness is nuts. That behind, rushing touchdown there in yeah, garbage time was the just Patriots and Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. I think it, I think that's one, two, three. Yeah, because I think it's right now. It's I would a say they're down. probably a top five. These are two top five teams in the league, in my opinion. I love how Bleacher Report put the the post out. It had Mahomes and Jackson like shaking hands at the end of the game, and it said "see you at the AFC Championship game." And I was like, mm, Did Tom Brady? Pretty die? sure they're forgetting somebody. Like, I can't wait to see the I, I can't wait to see the Chiefs against um, the Patriots. Do they play in the regular season? I don't know. I can check real quick. I, I think know. they did last year. Let's move year, on so to our next game, and I'll check. I'll check. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Raiders Vikings. The Vikings win this one, thirty four fourteen. Bro, Darren Waller, bro. Kirk Cousins actually like threw the ball more than ten times. So yeah. Darren Waller you know, had cool. garbage time like stats. I'll I tell you what, man. I I doubt it. Tight end. He had like twelve uh, for like one. He had like fourteen they for one forty the Patri- something. The Chiefs and Patriots do Ooh. play this year. Ooh. Yeah, That's gonna be a Sunday night game. That's an eight o'clock. Sunday night. It's in Foxborough as well. Um. I doubted him. Mainly because of injuries, but your boy Dalvin. I told you, bro. Your boy yes. Dalvin looks. He's in my Yo, best place. Can we be honest? Dalvin Cook's the best running back in the NFL. He's yes. He really he might I, be dude. right now. He might be. Yeah. This There's year, nobody with this the title right now. This year, he has the title right yeah. now. As long as he stays healthy, they're blocking up front for him. I might have to do a king's ransom for him. Like, yo, Mahomes for Dalvin right now. Mm. 
You think Paco would go for that? What's all, oh, I Sixteen Paco. carries, hundred ten yards, would. one touchdown. He's averaging He's seven. Not good. He averaged seven yards a carry on Sat on Sunday. God, dog. I was he so looks right. Great. Uh, Jacob Thielen looks good. Um, yeah. He solidified himself. Stephon Diggs. Dalvin Cook this year. This has been bunt. In yeah, three games, Dalvin Cook has 375 yards, four touchdowns, and is averaging nearly seven yards a carry. He's due for a uh, – That's all – bro, that was the thing, man. You could see it Stop. when he was in college, though. It was, it was straight up like if he was healthy, he, always had he was the best yeah. player on the field. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and it's scary. Bro, that over. one play where he was like just cutting up the defense, I was just sitting there like – That was vintage Dalvin. That was Florida yeah. State. Florida Dalvin. State. Bro, bro. I honestly believe – Florida State, Dalvin Cook might have been the best running back I've ever seen in college. Whoa! And I, I know, know. I, and take. it's it's crazy that, is, that he never won the Heisman though. If you go back and look at his his numbers, I'm telling you, bro, he from was his, his sophomore year. I think I'm that was telling the big year, you, yeah. so, like peak that's Florida some, State, Dalvin that's a Cook. Take, though, think peak. about Darren no, McFadden. Darren like, yeah, McFadden. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I'm telling Adrian you, Peterson. I feel like I feel like if we sat him down, it's like I like this discussion. Yeah, I was too young for that though. Okay, all right, all right. Because that was like the first year I really he's started watching us. was he's like 2006. He's trying to hit us with, yeah, I wasn't watching Dave. You know, in our lifetime. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, in the my, lifetime. In my, in my viewing lifetime. <laughs> like, think about it, though. Yeah, no. He's I think definitely in the top case. five. Yeah. yeah, that offense was clicking. That offense, well, that Florida State offense was something to be he reckoned with. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying, bro. Personally, to when me, James that was the best I've ever seen. Turnovers left and right. So. Uh, page, patch, yeah. Patriots, Jets. We don't have to spend time on that one. We've already talked about the Patriots enough. And the Jets, they do, the Jets just aren't worth talking about. They do lose Edelman for uh, maybe the time being. I mean, I don't no, know. I don't think he's going to be back. Is he back this play. week? Who? Yeah, I think he's going to play. Edelman? Uh, yeah, I, I think mean, he's playing. But if they again, lose Edelman, like, whatever. But again, next man up, right? Brady next, will figure Next white out. guy up. Well, Barrios is out for the season, right? Yeah, but they also have Jacoby Myers, who played really well in the, in the preseason. Who? and. Yeah, bro. Who? They got weapons, bro. Yeah. And they got the matter. matter. And IR. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. They got Gronk coming back in about four or five weeks. Here we go. I'll be still. picking them up. You know. Here, here we go. This one's for you. Let's go. Lions 27. Undefeated Lions. Eagles 20. Yeah, I forgot that they had asterisk. Asterisk. No, no asterisk. It's really legit. It's really a zero in our last column. So, tighten up. That is true. Um... Should yeah, be Matt three Stafford, out. man. The Which, Lions look good. Matt Stafford. So there's been a whole bunch about like carry on them buying really into the Patriot way and like the, that that kind of like the Matt staple. Factor. Yeah, like they they were bucking it last year and this year they've been like buying into like that idea and like I will say this that. though, carry on Johnson twenty carries for thirty six yards. They're going against the Eagles. One point eight yards. They're going against the Eagles. What was his passing stat? What was his receiving stats? He got a touchdown on a uh, I, I, I one, knew that. one catch for seven yards. Yeah. Oh, that was it. I think I think he got an end zone. Twenty rushes thing. for thirty something yards. Is that what you said? Yeah, he averaged one point eight yards a carry. He just basically as like, a team they aver- they were twenty eight rushes for eighty six yards. Yeah. and they did have but because you McKissick take out got one McKissick carry had for one carry yards. for forty yards. Yeah. For 40 if you take yards. out that forty four yarder, they were twenty seven of forty two. It's really? good. Really? So they were line. averaging yeah one point eight yards. And the thing is this is that they so they cut C J Anderson prior to the week. Yeah. And they were doing that whole committee thing. So this was this was Carry On's first game as as a pro coach. getting 20, 20 plus carries. Yeah, Amazing. not a great. That's what everybody. But last year, like when everything was like going, we were going in the season. Like he was he was getting ten carries and was getting like did you 90 watch this game yards. by chance? I watched pieces of. It. I was going to ask. They you, were, did it feel more one, like the second Lions, half? Did it feel back. like the Lions winning or the Eagles losing it at the end? Uh, a little bit of both. Okay, I, I was just like curious. the Eagles kind of like hung around. Like they, they were hung around because the Lions had a lead. 
Um, it was more so the Eagles just couldn't fully come back and, and put the stamp on Side it. Side note, is there anything worse than Eagles fans? Uh, I was going to ask, Yankees did you guys fans? see the uh, the video of the guy talking about catching the babies? Love it. Uh, Unlike Aguilar. They showed that they actually played that <laughs> clip at Wesh like multiple times. Oh yeah, no, yeah. it's everywhere. Yeah, it's hilarious. It was good. That all time, all time look. The, eye, the, the eye roll was perfect. The, the, Aguilar, and we all know about his problems. Yep. yep. <laughs> all right, so bad I, radio. But yeah, no, I think that was. I mean, I honestly think that was more the Eagles like shooting just, themselves they were just in the feet, and, like stepping around. over well, themselves, like the, they could have won that game. Nah, bro, but I think the, the Lions, the Lions gang, that, we out here. That's the Roar. difference from the Lions from you know the last few years to this year. Well, I think one, we have a off. defense, right? Uh, two, Stafford's healthy. Yes, they're actually keeping him alive and not dead on, the, on the, in those plays. We actually have a running back yep. who, yeah, he was. Um, his stat line wasn't great, but what Carryon does in the open field, like, oh. like when he catch, like I think it was like last week. I don't know if y'all saw that he caught it like in the open field. Uh, he caught it and like jukes one guy, spins off another. Like it was like stuff like that. You did not. We don't have. We haven't had a running back like like a six since Reggie Bush. So to see that, to see the fact that we have a healthy Marvin Jones, we have Kenny Galladay growing. Like those are positives, and I think that's where we're at right now. And I'm like, I don't care that it's competitive. I like that the Lions are competing in that division. Oh, also Marvin Jones only really showed up for you guys because he was playing against me in fantasy this week. So don't expect uh, that no next week. No one wants to hear about just, your fantasy Just want to let you know. Eh, Let's well. move on. Panthers, Cardinals, 38-20. The Panthers win this one. Kyle Allen actually looked better than his former Texas A&M teammate. People don't like to remember that. That's but true. Kyle Allen is the reason that Kyler Murray transferred from Kyler Texas Murray. A&M Absolutely. to uh, Kyler Murray. So uh, Kyler. he was 19-26, 261 yards and four touchdowns in his game. Against former offense, he also played under Cliff Kingsbury at uh, for a season there at Texas A and M before he went to uh, Texas Tech. A lot of a lot of connections here. I a lot see of connections that. here in I this see game. You connecting the dots there. Yeah. What's your take on Kyler so far this year? I mean, we've uh, seen been, him for three weeks. He's been pretty good, I think. I mean, the team he's making rookie team, mistakes that I would right. ex- would expect him to. And but the I team also around think he him is up awful, to the game. Like we thought it would be. Yeah. Like uh, so, how's, it, Dave, how's David Johnson been doing? Bro, he's been putting up fantasy points. I don't know how good that means he's actually been playing. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, no, I don't know what else he's doing. Larry he's Fitzgerald a, is somehow stole. He had 11 carries for Running. 37 yards, uh, which was firmly behind Kyler Murray, who had eight carries for 69 yards. Nice. I have both of them on my fantasy team. And then David Johnson had six receptions for 28 yards and a touchdown, which is what helped his fantasy value this week. So he's doing David Johnson shit, right? Like yeah. what you would expect. The problem is the Cardinals' defense is just cheeks horrendous, awful. Yeah. Patrick Peterson is still out. They have like you, me, and two other guys playing <laughs> corner. Which, uh, yeah, they got they got the three of us and Kyle patrol, <laughs> patrolling the back end. So we got that secondary on lockdown. You know, on lockdown. If, I mean, if, if you we play were, the Cardinals, if, if the three of us and Kyle were an NFL secondary. <laughs> Who would be playing what position? Like, are you playing? I'd probably have to play corner. You have to play corner. I gotta be like free safety. I feel like you're because I can't. I can't backpedal. Well, then we need you in the box. You're making the tackles. You're <laughs> there playing you strong safety. Okay, all right. I don't have the hips to play corner, <laughs> but I don't have the knees to play safety. So uh, we just put you in prevent. There Kyle you go. would probably yeah, be yeah. The, uh, a free safety. He's a ball hawk. I sure. guess I'm gonna be corner then. Dang. And then we bring put uh, me on the second wide receiver. Chris Square C two O C two point oh. And then our nickel secondary We've got your lockdown. Our nickel corner is Luke standing on top of Chloe's shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. 
But you come up, come up. You in blitz? You in blitz package? You're Mike linebacker. Like, right. We actually have to move him. Don't, don't listen. Position. Like you're just chilling. That's good stuff. Missed that guy. Oh man. You guys got to come up. We got to record the. Yeah, at the the Hargrove Studio 2.0. Next week we'll do that. All right. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. Uh, Giants beating the Bucks. We talked about a lot about this before we started recording. Uh, it's got Chris going through a lot of um, emotions, self-reflective questions. So you want me to talk on this? Soul for a searching. Bit? You mean you mean talk on this for a little bit? Yeah, man. So for you don't have to take like as much time as we took before no, the show, course. but yeah. For you know all eighty-six of you that actually follow me on Twitter, uh, shout out to you guys, and for the rest of you that aren't. Go, you what know, do you think the Venn diagram yeah, of people lot, who follow you on Twitter and the people who listen to this show are? Because there's about thirty-five people weekly who listen to this show. Ooh. Oh, Kyle, you weren't here. I just went through a whole thing where we were talking about if we were an NFL secondary. Get the game, son, because we're in the secondary. Yeah, I was like, if if the three of us and Kyle were in an NFL secondary, which position would each of us play? Yeah. And we decided you'd probably be the free safety. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, like I was saying, I I kind of had a meltdown on Twitter uh, after the Bucks loss because to me that was the most humiliating loss I've ever been a part of in my life. Um. You're up 18 points to the New York Giants. Rookie quarterback Daniel Jones comes in. Plays very solid. Very solid game. You lose Saquon Barkley, though. Um, Golly. They mount this comeback, and you let him basically skip into the end zone there at the end of the game. But Jameis comes back and does his Jameis thing. You know, he, he mounts the drive. Yep. He, he's going he's to give you that W. He's going to start licking those fingers. Okay? He's trying to eat that W. Mike Evans Eating all he is, game. He is Janoris Jenkins might as well just retire after that game because yeah, he freaking performance from a corner I've ever seen in my he life. He freaking ate them. That boys. was bad. Um, so Mike Evans gets the huge game. They get down to the twelve, and then here's where the questions start. First off, Y'all there's no the game, urgency. Right? Excuse me. Y'all won, right? Brian, in this podcast right now, <laughs> it's about to be Meech and Chris, and that's it. The two P uh, podcast. Uh, I'm done. Back to back. Um. <laughs> And this is where the questions start. There's no urgency really rushing to the line. Uh, they've got a timeout left. So they get up there, and you have the delay game penalty, which I'm thinking as, you know, as I'm watching the preseason where the kicking competition is between Matt Gay and Cairo Santos, and they choose Matt Gay because he's got more of a boot, and they can work on that accuracy a little bit. Um, he gets down there. You move him to the left hash, which is where he's more comfortable at. Oh, yeah, he nails this. You take the delay a game. It's a 34-yard field goal. That's Nailed what it. I'm thinking. Nailed it. He's, he's, he's got this. If it's a 40-plus-yard field goal, I'm a little nervous, okay, just because I've seen the Bucks kicking woes in the right. past nine seasons. Well, y'all you know? well ahead of that, though. Uh, okay, yeah, this is going to be tough. It's a 30-yard, 4-yard field goal. It's an extra Boom. point. Cash. It's an extra point, which he has missed two of leading up to this. But third league. time's a charm. Third time's a charm. Hey-o. Straight down the middle. Can't be that hard, right? Uh-huh. He misses it. No way. He misses it wide right. Are you serious? When I tell you, I hate you first of all. <laughs> uh, when I tell you that my heart like dropped out of my like body, like, it was. I've never felt more dejected in my life, and I've been turned down before, and that's a dejected. <laughs> I didn't want anything to do with them. I I immediately denounced my fandom on Twitter. Did you unfollow them? Yes. On all Welcome accounts? to the club. Welcome. And I, unfollow, I, I unfollowed literally every Jaguar writer. I almost asked you. I almost asked you if you did it. On my Twitter feed, except for Jags Maven. Shout out to John Shibley. You know I still got to follow my guy. 
Um, but yeah, I did. I, followed, I almost I asked you if you did it because I couldn't even stand. It was almost like an addiction, though. I, I wanted to see it on my Twitter feed, like the pain that everybody else was feeling. And at first I got that, and it kind of pisses me off now seeing it this week where everybody's just kind of like forgotten it. And then we're back to the Bucks again. Like, oh, it's okay. Cash out. You know, 13 and 3 is still feasible. No, man, I'm done. And I want to preface this by saying I haven't denounced. 14, is t- 14 and 2 is technically still on the table. <laughs> Chill. Oh, y'all are one and two? I, uh, okay. Yeah. One, one, oh, two. y'all one and two. 14 and two, gang, gang. And and you'd think that, you know, that, that's not no. that bad. You're one and two. What are you talking about? The Steelers are 0 and three. And hey, um, who worse. else is 0 and three? The, are the Falcons 0 and three or are they 1 and three? They're 1 and two also. Oh, 1 and two. Okay. The Falcons so are you and Nick have something in common. So I shouldn't be complaining that much, right? No, man. I can't put myself what emotionally and mentally and physically through this again. Hey, I have I to still take, win a division. I don't care. I don't care. That's great. Tampa, go off and win the division. Guess what? You're going to do it without you're me watching, you, at least for the few weeks. You're saying you, weeks. but Chris is no longer a fan, so. N- well, <laughs> I just right, said. I don't want to hear no, oh, shoot. Y'all done got me. I'm back. I don't want to hear this. And I've had a few that. days to think about it. And like I just said, I haven't completely denounced my fandom. Because with Jameis out here throwing at Mug and like Mike Evans over here looking like Randy Moss. And 07. The talent is there. We and saw it. And they just like it. run the table and everybody's like, what happened to the Bucks? But no. Did you see that? That is what's frustrating though. Like, how is that not fr- You're not a Bucks fan, so I guess you just don't understand. I don't understand. This is like, everything's <laughs> there. We brought it up before oh, the podcast. Hold pod- on, hold on. CD understands. He's a Jags Lions fan. So yeah, you're just yeah. doing that. You're, you're just trolling. Listen, I had Calvin Johnson on my team, so I, like, but, I firmly know, okay? But that's what's frustrating is, though, is before we started this podcast, you said that the defense looks good. Shaq Barrett out there with eight sacks. He's an absolute monster. The run defense is playing out of their mind. The run defense is playing great. I mean, the pass defense let Jones kind of carve them up a little bit there at the end, but... It's there more so than it was last year. The offense is clicking again. Ronald Jones, he's put on the weight in the offseason. He looks great. He's become their workhorse back. Peyton Barber's kind of taking that back seat. He's the main back now. Mike Evans looks good. O.J. Howard looks a little off. Oh, O.J. Jules, man? I don't, I don't really know oh, what's going on with him. It. But oh, I just can't oh. do it. To, it's more of a personal thing. Yeah, no, and I, I think that's something that's that you I understand stop. more than he does is that I can't put myself through that. Help. Because, <laughs> and it's something that I feel only a few people like in this room understand. But when it comes to sports, like my life unfortunately rev- revolves too much around it. And I put too much. I've done a better job of separating myself. From See, that. I haven't yet. I haven't gotten to that You'll point get, yet. It comes with age. I think it did, at least for the Bucks this weekend, because UCF hurt, and we're going to get to that later on in this podcast. That loss really hurt me. We need really to hurry up, me. though, because we're already at 30 I know. minutes. But long story short, I'm not completely denouncing my fandom for the Bucks, but I am taking a temporary indefinite leave of absence from watching. Real quick, let's, uh, let's do this, CD. Where do, uh, on a scale from <laughs> I, 1 I to 10, 10 being the most hype, where are you on the J- Daniel Jones train right now? I got to see it. I'm like a I'm 4. Chris? That's why I, I might not yeah, I'm week. somewhere along the the, the four, four five, five range. He okay. he showed more talent than I thought he would have, especially in his first game, especially losing Saquon Barkley as early as he did. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it was a Bucks defense that started to play the prevent. Like, let's not give up the eighteen point like lead that we have that they have. I'm gonna put five. So. I'm gonna put five as well. Okay. So uh, skeptical but intrigued. By the way, I hate the fucking nickname, Danny Dimes. Like Dimes. that's just, that's it's, so uh, fucking it's annoying. He's got those freaking eyes, man. Things are scary. What do you mean? He just looks like Eli. Like, he like, looks like he's dead on the inside. He's got like those petrified Whoa. eyes. Like, yeah. yeah, that is true. Uh, all right. Texans 27, Chargers 20. Chargers are 1 and 2, CD. 
Yeah, but they always start out like this. They, ain't got, they, ain't they got always start out like this, and then they roll off like six straight. I mean, 14 and two is still on the table. It's still on the table, like I said. Um, Texans 2-1 and one now. I mean, whatever. They're really going under the radar right now. Yeah, they're yeah gonna, but they're they haven't win, really They're going to win 11 anything. games and then lose in the wild card round. So and Deshaun Watson will lose another three years off his career. So. Until he joins the Lions. Uh, Steelers 0-3 now after their 24-20 loss to the 49ers, who are inversely 3-0. and Well, they lost their best quarterback, Josh Dobbs. So. Wow. They've been, know, my, <laughs> they've been my biggest negative surprise. I definitely thought a little bit higher of them. Obviously, the, like you said, the Bro, loss of Roethlisberger. Josh, Josh, like Connor looks Their defense looks garbage. Bad. Yeah, the defense. Also, uh, the 49ers tried their fucking hardest to lose this game. Like, and every still thing. won. How about them being 3-0? Yeah. Are, are, you, are you taking them seriously? Their defense no. is good. Okay. Their, their defense, defense is good. good. And, you know, Richard Sherman came G, from the grave. When Jimmy G isn't playing like a scaredy cat in the pocket... He, uh, that was my Kyle Undertaker Shanahan meme. still draws up like some of the best plays in the league. Like yeah. he's still one, probably the best. Play they need caller, to go to kill him the more. They do. That's their guy. Yeah. I mean, they got too many. Like Debo Samuel, like had a good week last. Like, Marquise Goodwin's still on the team too. Like you guys him a little bit more. Had a decent game, but they need more. Saints thirty-three, Seahawks twenty-seven, and Teddy Bridgewater's first start. But Russell Wilson thirty-two of fifty, four hundred six yards and two touchdowns. Tyler passing Lockett. touchdowns. He also had two rushing touchdowns. Yes, and Tyler Lockett, 11 receptions, 154 yards, and a touchdown on my bench in fantasy. So, mm, Oof. But I still got the dub, so whatever. Mm. You know, some Must light. be nice. Couldn't be me. Uh, where, where are we Wouldn't standing on the, uh, on the Saints here, CD? Do you think they'll be uh, fine without Breeze? Yeah. Okay. After seeing that, yeah. yeah. Fine as in what, though? Winning the winning NFC? Games. No, just or? win games. No, win games afloat. and hold over until Breeze gets They'll stay back. afloat. Teddy, Teddy's more than serviceable. And as long as you run it the way they did with Kamara – It'll be fine. Kamara was everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I hated that. I was like, dang, I had him last year. He looked every bit Kamara's of the great. number one. I love that guy. Mike Thomas, though. Fancy the average uh, – so if I put the over-under on average air yards per Teddy Bridgewater attempt, passing attempt, like how how far the ball travels eight. from his hand to average depth of the receiver he is targeting. Give me eight. You're taking me over. Oh, what, you, what was it? Over-under is at three yards. Uh, yeah, but don't you think that was kind of the game plan? You really want him no, to no, air no, it no. out in Are Seattle? Saying, do you think his I think it's over, but not much. And you think it's over as well? Yeah, the thing. It was so. 1.8 yards. Are you shitting me? I swear to God. At the average depth of his pass like in the air was 1.8 so yards. He must have been screening a lot. It was screens. Well, yeah. It well, was I thought, screens I watched and little like, fell asleep. Yeah. It was not the same Saints offense, and that's why Michael Thomas – it's non-existent. Yeah. Well, so, that could be an issue, it's just a too, complete, That's what I'm saying. It's, it's something interesting to think about because yeah. it's a completely different offense. So you're saying yeah. I should try to trade for Michael Thomas in fantasy. For Michael Thomas? And get him for the late season low stretch. Low. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same thing you should be trying to do with uh, Devontae Adams right now because mm-hmm. he's, he's bound to pop off soon. Speaking of Devontae Adams. He's about to play the Eagles, so. Uh, I'm not going to name names, but if somebody were to offer you a trade. <laughs> interesting. Of... Leonard Fournette for Devontae Adams. Are you taking that trade? Do I have Leonard you Fournette? Have, you have Devontae Adams. What kind of league no. am I in? PPR. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Ten hold team on. PPR. Hold on, hold on. Say it again. Say it again. No. Hold on, hold on. Ten no. team PPR league. You have uh-huh. Devontae Adams and Chris Hargrove is no trying to No way team. on the planet Earth Thank you. in a PPR Thank league. You. I'm not giving you. Hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Your second best running back is Sony Michelle. I don't care. And you okay. got good depth at wide receiver. I don't care. It's Leonard Fournette. I'm not doing it. That's fair, but you guys are biased, so. 
Uh, yeah, ask Chris. Devontae no, Adams has more of an upside to me than Leonard Fournette does. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. But um, I don't understand the running back situation also. But, yeah, I know. <laughs> Kyle is just playing devil's advocate. Here's, here's, here's my thing with the ballpark. <laughs> if, 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 if instead of Fournette it was Chris Carson, for example, I still wouldn't take it. And Chris Carson works no, more in the No, because Devontae Adams is still a top three receiver in the league. Who? If you already had Chris Carson and it was Fournette for him, I just don't <laughs> – I just don't – who is my other who – who are the receivers? Thielen. Okay. It's not somebody not notable enough. Who is the lead? McLaren. McLaren. Okay, and who's the lead running back on the team? On his team. <laughs> if you tell me I can end up with Thielen and Devontae Adams as my two wide receivers, that's what we have. No, holy no, I wouldn't shit. because Melvin's about to come back in a week. In a week or and two. he has Melvin. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't keep leave me with a guy who could be the number one receiver in Fair. fantasy and and Thielen. And have Melvin come out. I have Melvin and Carson or whatever my other thing, and ride that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take Fournette going up on and my bench. And this is not to attack the trade in any way. I just wanted their opinions on it because whose trade was it? Was it John's? Yeah. God, <laughs> John. Poor John boy. Goodness gracious. Goodness gracious, John. Uh, also, night game. you know, Fournette, you removed that what was the sixty-something oh yard awful. run that he had, and he, his yeah. stats were fucking terrible. So, That's no. what else makes like, that so like he that. was awful, and they were able to win. If that was Bortles, that's the Gardner Minshew. Think about factor. it. The times that the Jags won, it was it was Fournette freaking going off, like he got a bunch of touchdowns as he was scored. Right. Him doing what he did, you would have thought it would have been seven to twenty the other way. DJ Chark though. Chark. I told love, I told love what I told I've seen from that before the season started. I was like, "Yo, I yes. think I think Charles about Shipley to take that was step. one of the biggest skeptics on that too, but he's come around. He, he he's really they, come they, around. They, they love what I've so seen so hard him. for camp and like yeah. you watch like the camp stuff and how people felt about low him key, camp. It was like low key. Taven Bryan has also been looking really he's good. Been looking really good. Not that I've been watching. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he like peeks for a second. He's like, oh, I'm I just read Jags Maven, so I'm in the know. Like, oh, like, all right. How hard was it for you at first? I didn't. I legitimately have not watched the game since week one. I mean, not. I'm not saying. My dad that. offered me the ticket to go Thursday night in Jacksonville, and I can go because of my work schedule. I'm able to oh, go yeah, for a Thursday true. night game. Damn. So that would have probably been one of the only games I could go to this year, and I was like, no, I don't want to go. I mean, more so just like the <laughs> the the personal urge to like want to know about them, like want to. Oh, I, I don't, mean, don't I, care you, at all. You unfollowed them from Twitter, no, so I that you don't see that. I just, but. I literally do not seek anything out about the Jaguars. If I see something and. I do from time to time because I'm on Twitter all the yeah. time. And I see ja- the Gardner Minshew stuff, yeah. obviously. So the, you know, and I f- still follow Jags fans. I'm not going to unfollow my friends who are Jags right. fans. I think it's odd. It's odd because um, like, I'm, not, I'm emotionally invested, but I figured out how to detach. I think I'm more tougher to detach from like the Pistons. Like yeah. The Pistons, have, I've cried. I cried in 2005. I was going to actually ask you both that. When's the last time a, I, a sports event has made you cry negatively? Not both. like when the Jags lost to the Patriots in the 2018 NF- AFC Championship game. Okay. I didn't cry that game. I was just heavily I was upset. Very upset. That was I was ready. to. I was about to book my ticket to Minnesota. I will not forget. I was with my dad. Who would have beat the Eagles too, man? Fuck that shit. <laughs> it's just so – okay, I was whatever. so ready, man. Let's, let's move on. Uh, and we're going to win that dude. Yeah, now he wants to be traded. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. And we're going to get traded in a bit. 
Uh, F. Coughlin. Rams 20, Browns 13 in the uh, Sunday night game. Only Rams takeaway here. Rams mediocre to me. They didn't really. They were, the Rams I have been mid, of, mid all season, yeah, but they've gotten by, and that's all you can do as a good team is just win the games you're supposed to win. Gurley anyway. was looking kind of Freddie girly. Kitchens, the worst play caller in the NFL? Uh, Freddie Kitchens is the worst coach period in the NFL. Okay. Yeah. Which, you know. I can get behind that. And so seven games of – Offensive coordinating experience of like calling plays in an NFL game, and the organization decides, yeah, you know, he could probably run an entire football team despite only being a running backs coach up until this point. Bro, I look like an like my eight year old cousin calling plays on Madden when I'm playing against him. Fourth and nine from they were inside their own ten. They had to have been right. And you play you call a draw play. Okay, what? Okay, maybe you just were hoping you saw something that you thought that was gonna work. Then you got third and nine, and you've got your receivers running go routes 20 yards down the field. Like, what? You've got Baker, who has less than three seconds to throw the ball, and you've got them running go route. Like, that's just common sense, bro. I'm not an NFL coach. I never will be an NFL coach. But even I know that shit, and everybody and else at the bar fucking knew that shit. And, and meanwhile, they have Todd Munkin just sitting there not calling plays, who is a guy who just led the highest scoring offense in the league last year, and he's just sitting there with his dick in his hand. So, you know, that's interesting. Interesting coaching hire there by the Browns. Mm, yeah. um, I hope Baker turns it around, though, because I don't like people slandering my man. Uh, and then finally, Monday night, Bears 31, Redskins 15. The Bears. That sounded about right. Garbage. Bears yeah, defense is amazing. Garbage. Redskins suck. So. Bears so. trash. All right, so that's it for the NFL Overrated. stuff. Uh, we're 42 minutes into the podcast Golly. now. Uh, that sounds about right. Though. Let's... These are two things that are very close to your heart, Chris, and I know we've already had the heartfelt Tampa Bay Bucks conversation. In? How on a scale from one to one hundred in percentage of confidence? How are you feeling about the Rays' playoff chances? Uh, I'm gonna say probably about a sixty percent chance, uh, based on. Will we know by next Wednesday if they're in the playoffs or not? Like firmly, like officially? Yeah. Uh, so they play New York tonight. I think they have a travel tomorrow, and then they play four against Toronto. So okay. yeah, they they'll we'll know by next Wednesday. Do you feel more confident? Because right, I just want to. I just magic wanted to figure. Year? Yes, based on two things. One, so the current situation as we stand right now, this is, what's today, Wednesday. Uh, Oakland leads the number one wildcard spot by half game. Tampa has a second card. Uh, Cleveland has is third, a half game back from Tampa. Cleveland and Oakland's remaining schedule is a cakewalk. I think um, Oakland plays Seattle and um, Cleveland plays like, they played Detroit. I think Thanks. they're playing Detroit. They won eleven worry, to. Bro, we got they won eleven to nothing last night. We got Cleveland. you, bro. We got yeah. that one out. Yeah, they're gang, gang. really helping us out. Yeah, <laughs> um, and we do play the uh, the Blue Jays. We got to get through New York tonight. So, one, what's what's keeping them in this is they're winning in games. Um, that it's coming down like extra inning. Those extra inning games that they yeah. normally would win. They think they've won nine straight like extra inning games. Um, I think the schedule after they get past this New York game is favorable for them. They do play Toronto. Do you think the baseball playoff stuff needs to be fixed, like how teams get in and get left out? Because, I mean, 94 wins to miss the playoffs, that's pretty fucking ridiculous. But you put them in the NL, and they're you know probably the third best yeah, team but the, in the so NL. Yeah, but so then that becomes a question like the – I know that there's more history between the National and American Leagues than there is with like – the Eastern and Western Conference. Which is why the, the American League is headed in a shoulders above the National League. But. Right. But so, like, that, like in the NBA, the thing has become, like, why don't we just get rid of the conferences, yeah. right? So that the, just the 16 best teams make it. 
Obviously, that's harder to do in baseball with all the you know rivalries mm-hmm. and the American and Western uh, and the the rule differences. Plus, you play 162 games. I mean, right. it's like. But, but I feel like if I played that many games, I would want it even more to be about just best records. Like, you had 162 games to prove you're a playoff team, and the Rays won damn near 100 of them. They could right? potentially—I said this before—they could potentially win 98 games this year and miss the playoffs. That is insane. They won 90 last year and missed it. 94 already would be the record for most wins by a team to not make the playoffs. That's wild. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to face Oakland. Oakland can't lose right now. I now I say that and they've lost. I think two out of their last four. Thanks. But before this, it. they have not lost. But before this, like recent 15 games. So like, if you make the second wild card, you'd be playing the Yankees in that. No, not no, the Yankees. We would well. First off, if you'd play the wild card against Oakland or Cleveland, uh, and that's if you only win a that, one then game you play thing, Houston, isn't it? Then you play Houston one game. Yep. That, see that that to me is also like messed up. Like you play a whole season for one game playoff. It's crazy, but that's what makes it like yeah. Like you get that's this close, such a like one kill, game. It's that's like just one, such a buzz kill. It's tough, but then they go and play Houston, and nobody's yeah. beating Houston. So and that's that an even. Matter. That's almost like yeah, so we won. Now we got to go play Houston. Yeah, you're yeah. not. You're yeah, not going to the tires. Yeah. All right, so we'll talk about the uh, the baseball playoffs like in depth next week once yeah. all the matchups are set. So let's move on to UCF real quick. Um, tough loss. Goodness gracious. Amazing grace. Yeah. How sweet. I saw a question. You know, I left the Cubs game early to watch that game. Which was a great Cubs game, by the way. My first time in Wrigley. Yeah, how was Wrigley? Awesome. Was it the best park you've been to so far? uh, Well, let's see. I've been to Marlins Park. I've been to Tropicana Field. been to SunTrust in Atlanta. You got money. And then now Wrigley. uh, That I've actually gone to a game. You You didn't go out to one? Out West. In San Francisco, when you I went? saw the Giants Park, but they weren't playing. Is that at the Camden time. Yard? They call it. No, Camden's is where Baltimore plays. Oh, that's right. Uh, I think it used to be AT and T Park. I don't think it's AT uh, Oracle Park now. I think is what it is. Yeah. Um, what was I going with this? What were we you said you were watching a UCF game. Yeah, UCF. Yeah, 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 I left. Oh, Wrigley. You're asking about Wrigley. Okay, so at the time they were still in the playoff hunt. They're playing their you They're know, hated rival. Now, right? They're out of it now. They just got swept by the Cardinals. That stadium was. I mean, absolutely packed. And I think that's what made the difference because I'm so used to Rays games and just nobody, nobody showing being up. there. Yeah. They're playing the Yankees last night. The Yankees, who uh, th- it doesn't matter where it is, they're bringing in twenty thousand at least. And I think like I think they didn't even draw eighteen, yeah. eighteen thousand for a team that's really fighting for a playoff spot. So it was cool to see so many people like just so passionate about that. And there's just something I wasn't used to. Uh, the park, I had heard mixed reviews about. I heard, you know, a lot of people that said, oh, Wrigley's an ugly field. I thought it was really pretty. Uh, it was really cool. Um, obviously, a lot of history there. Took a lot of pictures. Um, the Ivy was cool. It was a great game. I ended up leaving in the Did fifth. You oh, you didn't do the seventh inning stretch? Nope. Because, on. well, one of two things. One, I took an Uber. So I didn't want to sit in traffic, you know, for two and a half hours, you know, leaving the game. Um, and, miss- and then also, I really wanted to see the UCF game. They... I think by the time I left, they hadn't scored yet right before halftime. So they were still losing. But I'm like, it's UCF. They're going to come back, right? And then we they can did get come in. back. And then we can get into I was about to say, you can go ahead and finish our, our conversation here. But that was the whole reason of me leaving the they Cubs did game come back. Tech. It was egregious. They did come back. And then, you know. Egregious events just occurred. Josh Heupel's worst play calling that I by think that I have ever seen. It's uh, kind of following a trend there for him, though. We In saw, bigger games, he has problems, it, it seems. Well, the LSU game was the last time that we saw those questionable, like, oof, like, that's that's not what I would have done. And it, CD, you kind of touched on that was, 
you know, going for it on fourth, you know, fourth and goal. It's like, it's like, but then kicking the, the field goal later on. Should have is a pulse. Mm-hmm. They should have a pulse of the game. What is going or on, on their the team's psyche? And yeah, shit like what's that. what do we need right now? You know, and what we don't what have we? It'd have been different if like if he was like five or five on fourth down. You know what I mean? Like it's like you know what, rolling with the momentum. But when we're in a game where we've been stuck in the mud the whole first half. We finally get our 31 unanswered points, but we've been now we've kind of come to earth. Things we're back in the trenches again. Pit, pit is kind of like hit back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now we take the points. Don't do this. is a different game right now. You're, it's not. It's not even a short fourth down. It's a long fourth down. But you know. But it, on the same time, like think about the past UCF games. They, normally they do go for it and make it in those games, situations. But I guarantee you go back most of those games usually by that point in the game. It's out of reach. You're, or you're in a rhythm. You're in a certain type of rhythm where it's like, you know what, let's go. Hurry up. Yeah. Hit him, hit him back up. And that happened because that, that happened during that that comeback. It was like, you know, it would be like a short fourth to one. Hurry it up. They can't even get back. Boom. First down. But this is when the game kind of kind of caught back up to them. So it's like, okay, now you need to have to switch it up here. We need to take points. They didn't take points. And in the, the way the game was going, they're on the home field. They're like, you know, we're, we feel like we can march down too. And they did. They marched all the way down. You get them to the fourth down, and then they freaking Philly special. And so I'm just sitting there like, wow. You know, and everybody was like, you know, I was showing the clip of like, you know, this doesn't define our season. And like, yeah, in one vein, it does not. In but, another vein, it does simply yes. because the hype, the hype would you, you would have kept the comp- – the conversation is not okay. So I I, I I feel like I'm going long here, but I think I have a bigger point to get to. The conversation is never in 2017. It was about like you know inclusion, whatever. You know you can have whatever stance you want. It was the our bigger first time being right, right. The point is is that UCF deserves to compete with all the top teams. That is the the general argument. That that's that's never going away. So I hate when people do the whole like oh national championship thing. That's neither here nor there. Them winning that game is a bigger is a it's almost like the thirty for thirty kind of argument of what they're gonna what they they, they symbolize for other teams, right? So if they won that game, it's like yo, they did it again. They're still undefeated, and then they run the table. It continues that dialogue for other teams. It's not so much for UCF and national championship. It's for them as a non-power five. Going in on the road. You're saying like doing it for like the Boise's and the Hawaii's. Content, and the, keeping this thing going. Yeah. That's what it, I think. That's where they drop the ball on this because you're winning. That, that that's another win against a team that nearly beat Penn State a week ago. So like, I that's re- what that's where I. Well, and go. The, the the shitty part is, is Pitt has one of these upsets in them every year. And it had to be against UCF. Right. Yeah. And I kind of agree with you to a point, but I also kind of feel like if they would have come back, the narrative would have been like, oh, it's just Pitt. Like that's it's fine. not really not but that good, anyways. That's all- like, and that's why when you were talking, we were talking about them being ranked, and I was shocked that they were still ranked. And like, what are you talking about? They dropped seven spots. Like, that sounds about right. Like, at the same time, the whole narrative was like, oh, UCF needs to blow out everybody. Like, they need yeah, to, but win like the thing to is, be considered the reason and be taken they're still seriously. ranked. The, the, the reason they're still ranked is because the voters are overcorrecting. Well, they're overcorrecting in the fact that they were already ranked too low to begin with. Yeah, fifteen was too low of a ranking for a team that had shown up to that point. That they were a legitimate top ten team in the country. I don't think you can argue that. Yeah. And then, so then they finally lose. But are you going to drop them out of the top twenty five completely when right. they were in in all seriousness a top ten team? Mm-hmm. You can't just drop a top ten team straight out of the rankings for one you loss. Can't. And the fact that they went from fifteen to 
21 to me is telling me if they were 10th, they would have ended up at 21st, which is where they should have been to begin with, right? And, and so it's just that, that to me. Now, if they were legitimately 15th and the voters believed they were 15th and then they lose to Pitt, mm-hmm. I think then they fall completely out. I th- I really do think they would have been closer to being out had like if this was Boise four or five teams behind like, them. Like lo- for example, lost. say this is Boise because mm-hmm. Boise's now at sixteen. Say Boise loses this week to one point on the road to like Washington or something. I, they, they're not playing Washington. Mm-hmm. Well, Washington's a better team than Pitt. I get what you're saying. But, so they lose to a team of Pitt's caliber by I don't one expect on them the to road. Drop out. You don't think they would? drop out? I think out? they've built enough. And that's where UCF hasn't gotten yet. Boise's built enough of okay, that. Okay, so if it wasn't Boise then, what if it was like uh, San Diego State or something? Wake Forest, San Diego State, something like that. Well, Wake like Forest that. is an ACC team. Yeah, they, I, okay, okay. I see an undefeated saying. ACC team. They're so, ranked 25th, right? UCF gets to play oh, Boise next year. Though. Actually, before we before we wrap up on this, there's one thing <laughs> I need to ask you. we got to talk about that. That's, yeah. That was huge, huge news. Huge. The Boise, the, play next, yeah, the schedule next BYU. year. Yeah, BYU. Yes. Yeah. So those are great. I loved that scheduling. That was great. Home and home. I can't wait to see them on the blue turf. What's going to be wild is that, and what I anticipate Smart is, turf. I think UCF runs the table the rest of the way. The best, the best, best case scenario. You got to beat UConn. You got to beat 70 on UConn this week. Yeah. They Have run to. a table. Then Actually, they won. I almost feel bad for UConn. Yeah. They run a table, win the bowl game, and then you basically hop right back into this conversation and this discussion next year. But now you attach along what happens with Mac. You know, um, do we see him this week? Uh, probably not. I think you probably should not. still just keep rolling with Gabriel to be. And honest. then what if McKenzie miraculously starts really ramping things up Here by the is. end of this year? Um, and I want y'all both y'all's opinions on this. <laughs> so these are the odds for coaches to be the head coach of the Florida State Seminoles in Week One. Like, who do you think it's going to be? The leader is Dino Babers. Uh, at plus 250. I don't know what this This is like gambling stuff. So I kind of like that. I so like, here, I, I'm the, a big Dino Babers I'll give guy. you the top. I'll, I'll give you the, the names that they have listed, and you tell me what you think about each of them. So okay. Babers is number Dino one. Dino Babers, I like. I like that. I would like that. Um, actually, I'm going to go from the bottom up. So you already know number one. Okay. The last name here is at plus 1,200, Scott Frost. Don't think it would happen, but it's interesting that what? it's even being he's, rumored. He's not leaving. That's not going to happen. That's but why if the, it was, I'd Josh like Heupel. <laughs> okay. Would you feel better or worse about about Florida State in Josh Heupel's hands than you do? Let's get hyped, yeah. Yeah, because better. I'm starting to get off the whole like let's give Willie a chance bandwagon. Okay, just they damn near almost collapsed in the second half against Louisville again. Like Urban Meyer, let's not forget it. Even if they got a dub, Urban Meyer plus seven hundred. I won't be a Florida State fan if they fucking hire Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer's gonna be the coach of USC. Write it down right now. I'm not a Florida State fan if they hire Urban Meyer. Kyle, how do you feel about that as a Florida State? fan? Do you second that? Thank you. Yeah, that was a strong fuck. He's a traitor. A traitor. Well, you don't have to worry about that because Urban Meyer is going to be the head coach at USC. USC. Yep. Uh, Matt Campbell, Iowa State's coach at plus 500. Okay. I think it – Now, here's where I think it gets interesting. Dave Clawson, Wake Forest's coach. Okay. I love Wake Forest. Okay, yeah. Wake Forest is probably my side chick team this year. Really? I really like Wake Forest. Uh, and then this is the second name on the list, and I think this is the one you would be most excited for. And honestly, it would be beautiful. Mike Gundy. <laughs> Gundy's not going anywhere. But if he did, Gundy, had, yeah, Gundy and Tallahassee. I love Mike Gundy. The I'm George, a man. I'm 40. He's like 50 now. That's he is. crazy. All-time quote. And then yeah. uh, this one we can just do as a group. Uh, Wolverines. Michigan Wolverines head oh coach odds. He's got to be out, right? Yeah, he's got to be. At he this has point. to be. Uh, who do you think gets fired first, Taggart, Harbaugh, or um, 
Oh, God, what's the guy from South Carolina? Muschamp. Honestly, prob- probably Muschamp, Harbaugh, and then Taggart. Taggart, Only- Taggart, to me, still might not get fired because of how bad the, the money situation poor. is. Right. Yeah. It's going to take boosters. That's, that's the thing that I think a lot of Florida of State fans don't realize. They don't. And why... Why is Willie not? Or why have they not fired him yet? Well, because they don't have any fucking money. So it's going to take boosters contributing a ton, contributing a ton weird, of money. Weird. Why Jimbo would have left? Uh there's a lot. Yeah, there's a, a lot, lot of factors in that. But uh, so here are the Michigan. I'm going top, uh, bottom to top again. Okay. Uh, Luke Fickle for so Michigan. Yeah, from for Cincinnati Michigan to Michigan. Okay. There, Mike Gundy is also on their list. Urban Meyer, which. Urban Meyer going oh from Ohio God. State to Michigan. All of the freaking rivals. Like, Bro, even when this? you say his name, like oh yeah, he's I, disgusting. Uh, Dino maybe. Babers is there for them as well. He's like that he's, girl. He's like that why girl. Why is Dino who Babers cheat? like? Dino's not going to stay at Syracuse no. much yeah. longer. Uh, Kyle Whittingham, Utah's head coach, which that would be a good fit. Uh, Utah seems to have reached its ceiling as a program. Michigan's got got to make a bigger splash than him. David Shaw would be a okay. I think David Shaw might be who. That's I would the go kind for. of name that you'd have to. Uh, and then Bronco Mendenhall, Virginia's coach, is number one on that. Poor list. David Shaw. What shoes? He's just gonna follow uh, Jim Harbaugh everywhere yeah, just, he goes. Yeah. That's usually how it goes, though. You, you you land a big name. He does. He flops. You get a name that's like kind of on the rise. Like, yeah. That's literally like David Shaw's been on the rise for a minute, though. Like even yeah. NFL teams have been thinking. But about Michigan's got to do it more blueprint. so than Florida State. Like. I think if he leaves, he's going to the NFL. What do you guys Harbaugh? think about? Oh, he ain't leaving. He's getting fired. Yeah, so he's saying, getting fired. That's what I mean. Yeah. You know. What do you guys think about Lincoln Riley in the NFL one day? You think it'll happen? Oh, absolutely. I don't. I, I Within the next like two him, years, not if a, not next I, year. I almost like him too much at Oklahoma for him to leave. Nah. They're the, just not a fan the of the that. Thing. The opportunity will show up Pittsburgh or something like that, uh, and he takes it. He has to. Yeah, God. I just like if Didn't he was Tomlin, like. like I don't get an I extension. Think, I don't think Tomlin's seat is that hot, but I would want Riley to go know. somewhere more fun more. than Pittsburgh. Like if Riley like went if Andy somewhere, Reed like had to go Cleveland down or something. Cleveland. Oh God! If you put Lincoln Riley with Mahomes, with Mahomes, oh, it's over. <laughs> no, Lincoln it's the new Riley. Dynasty. It's no, the new no, dynasty. literally, it's Lincoln Riley is the most gifted offensive mind I've ever seen. Yes, he, they ran a play two weeks ago. That gave me an erection. And I'm not even kidding. It was like a triple option. Wait, he said you're not even kidding. Tonight. I'm not even kidding. Is it really that hard? I like hearing that. <laughs> it was a I got to start watching it was a triple option. I'll tell Sorry. you what. It was like, a triple option. He was watching Pornhub and, like, and, and Lincoln Riley comes up. He's like, whoa. Oh, shoot. You want to run that? <laughs> it's called uh, it's, like, it's called Play Hub. It's like Mesh. No, 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 no. <laughs> Every single play is Mesh. Hey, it's like Mesh. He's like, whoa, is that Mesh? He freaking clicks it. He used to type in like, Listen, if anyone, like if, if, anyone like, if anyone knows anything about me, it's that Mesh is the greatest <laughs> single play call in football history. Oh Jesus my god. Christ. I have a book somewhere about how Mummy, the guy that created the air raid, like it was just like a, an autobiography about him. And there's like a whole chapter about Mesh in it. I do think he's an NFL coach in the next two years. Lincoln Riley? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the 3P Podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, be yeah. sure to tune in next week because we'll be back with more NFL recaps and uh, an, an MLB playoff preview. So look forward to that, and we'll see you all next week. Love you guys.
Thank you.